Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, and it's also important for our relationship with God. So we're thankful to be able to be with you through these studies and together dig deeper into God's Word. Help people in your life grow in their faith by getting them into God's Word by sharing these studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Help them grow in their faith and prayerfully and hopefully get to heaven. Make that commitment by sh- to share today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about how wonderful it is to be a Christian. You know, a lot of people, they, they, oh, they cherish their family identity. They think it's wonderful to be a member of that particular family into which they were born or maybe adopted in some cases. But other people, they think it's, it's also wonderful to be a citizen of a, the nation in, into which they were born or into which they became a naturalized citizen. Or maybe they think this is the greatest state in the whole United States. They're so thankful to be Miss Citizens of that particular state, whichever one it is, or maybe in the city in which they live. They think it's wonderful to bear that identity of being an alumnus of one particular high school or college that they have such wonderful memories of, and they're proud of that for the rest of their lives. Many people, they, they really take pride in, in being, having the identity of being a member of one or another branch of military service. Well, all of these identities, the list could go on and on. And it's, it's good to feel proud about those identities, those kinds of identities, in most cases at least. But, but we're talking about the most important, the most wonderful identity of all, and that is to be a Christian. How wonderful it is to be a Christian. Now, we quickly, we'd say, yeah, if, if we really are, are thoughtful, you know, about that identity, what it means to be a Christian, we said, well, sure, because being a Christian means we've been forgiven. We've been freed from the guilt of our sins, Acts 22 and verse 16, baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, having our sins washed away, calling on his name, Romans 6, verses 6 and 7, being freed from the guilt of sin, no longer slaves to sin. Salvation naturally goes along with being a Christian because Christ came to be our Savior. And as we're baptized into him, we come into salvation in him. But we also have all of these blessings that go with being a Christian. In fact, Ephesians 1 and verse 3 says that we're blessed with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Ah, boy, it's hard to wrap our minds around that particular statement. But one of those is, is prayer. We can pray to God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Ephesians 3 and verse 20. And all things are possible with God. Roman, uh, Luke 1 and verse 37. And prayer is powerful because of him to whom we pray. James 5 and verse 16. And the blessing of prayer is the blessing, one of the blessings of being a true Christian. But also, and we've talked about this, and this is where we're really trying to give the major focus in this particular study, we become a part of the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because Acts 2 and verse 47 says that the Lord adds to the church 
daily those who are coming to salvation. And that church bears a very personal relationship and identity with the Lord himself because Colossians 1 and verse 18 Ephesians 1, verses 22 and 23, Colossians 1 and verse 22, uh, verse 24, they identify the church as being the body of Christ. And so somebody says, well, I don't know about being uh, a member of a church. I don't think I really need church. Hey, there are no saved outside the church. There are no forgiven outside of the church. Being a part of the church that our Lord established on this earth, that true church, you're a part of Christ. You're a part of the body of Christ. Now, we also noted that when we become a Christian, when we're baptized into Christ, he adds us to his church, and God adopts us as his special, unique children. Romans chapter 8, verses 15 through 17. <clears throat> the apostle Paul says, in, in that we have, re- we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father. God adopts us as his children. And adopting us as his children then means we, that we have a whole lot of brothers and sisters in Christ. We are adopted into a family, a unique family, a family of the saved, a family of Christ, of God. And as such, we have that relationship that siblings have, brothers and sisters. We talked about what happens when siblings grow up and they move off on their own. And so they may find themselves, you may have two or three or four or five or more siblings, brothers and sisters living in different parts of the country. They grow up, they get married, they move away, they take on a career, they get transferred. Maybe they join a branch of military service, they get transferred here, they get transferred there, you know, whatever it might be. But then they all come back together for a special day, a holiday perhaps, or maybe somebody's birthday, maybe it's mom and dad's birthday, or maybe grandma and grandpa's wedding anniversary, their 50th anniversary. They come back, and oh, they see each other, and maybe they haven't seen each other personally, vis- you know, visibly for a year or two or three or four or five, and they start hugging one another, and maybe tears start flowing down their cheeks. And they start telling each other, oh, it's so good to see you. I missed you so much. I'm so glad to see you. I love you so much. Isn't that great? Family reunions. Family reunions. How wonderful they are. Well, see, every time, every Sunday, every time the church comes together to worship God, to study his word, to praise and glorify him as the church, that is the family reunion of true Christians, of the body of Christ. They are all coming together as brothers and sisters, and how wonderful it is to be a Christian, especially on those occasions. We're there to edify, to strengthen, to encourage one another. And just by being together, we contribute to that. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11, Therefore comfort one another and edify one another, just as you also are doing. Now what does that word edify mean? It means to encourage, to build up, to strengthen. And there's a special sense of strengthening that takes place as we come together as Christians to worship God with the church, with his family, 
every first day of the week and every other time the church comes together. In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, as we come together on those occasions to worship God, the Hebrews writer says that we strengthen one another. I want to read exactly what he says there because it has such deep meaning. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, he says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. There's that idea of being edified or edifying one another, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Ah, We come together and we gain strength, spiritual strength from one another by being together as the church, the body of Christ, the family of God. How wonderful it is to be a Christian to be able to, to, to lean upon our, our siblings in Christ, our brothers and sisters, and help them in their needs to help strengthen them spiritually, but also to have them strengthen us. When we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, Paul wrote, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. The New International Version actually says bad company corrupts good character. We need to be actively involved in Christian fellowship, being with our brothers and sisters in Christ, in our family of God, because that helps us maintain and even strengthen godly character. But if we distance ourselves from the church, from our brothers and sisters in Christ, then we're going to be out there in the world, and worldly people are going to influence us in worldly directions. And that is not helping us to be strong spiritually. John the Apostle wrote in, in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, that we're not to be of the world. If, if, if we love the world, if that's the main driving force in our lives, he says, then we're not loving God. We're not walking with God. And he talks about the avenues of sin that the devil uses to try to draw us away from God and into sinfulness and into wickedness, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. And, and then John goes on in verse 17 and says, the world is passing away. But as we live faithfully in Christ, as we serve God faithfully, consistently, we're looking forward to eternal life in heaven. What a great text of scripture that is. We should be there with each other and for each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. And we should help each other. We should share in each other's joy and also in each other's sorrow. And Paul brings this out in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 26. He wrote, if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. And then in Romans chapter 12 and verse 15, he goes on and says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And then we look in James 5 and verse 14, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. You see, we have that special relationship in Christ with our brothers and sisters in Christ 
as God's special family, unique family, Christians, the church of our Lord and Savior. And we can be there and, and we should experience, we should share in the joy of each other as good things happen to one of us or another. And we also should bear with one another and help one another and encourage and strengthen them and let them know we're here for you, we care, and we're going to be praying for you when difficulties hit one of us or another. Maybe the loss of a loved one or some other situation. Oh, we can do that. We can be there for one another because we're family as Christians, as the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God cares about us. So does Jesus. And we care about one another. How wonderful to be a Christian. Let's pray. Father, thank you for blessing us with this wonderful identity that you offer us. Help us to take advantage of it. Help people to see their need to become Christians, to be a part of your special spiritual family. Help us help people to see. Please, Father, forgive us and hear a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.